welcome to an episode of the 52-Bit Podcast. My name is Nita, and this is a podcast where we talk about something either you or I or both of us want to talk about. This episode, we'll talk a little about just life. I will use this episode to catch up. I think it'd be nice to just have an episode where we're not uh, we're not trying to figure anything out. We're not trying to do anything. We're just chilling this week. Why? I'm really stressed at work. I'm not going to lie. I promise everything is fine. It's just sometimes you got to relax and kind of just chill. So that's what we're doing this episode. We're just going to chill. We're just going to catch up. I don't know how y'all are doing. I, I don't know how what it's like, where you are. I'm in Texas, obviously, and it's late July. So it's super unnecessarily hot, ridiculously hot. It gets above 100 in the day and I'm not a fan. As you all know, I'm from Missouri and I grew up in Illinois and Missouri. So I'm used to cold winters and moderate summers and also a lot of rain. I'm used to like it raining a lot, not just being like humid and no rain. That's kind of annoying. So I don't enjoy the summer here. However, I have found ways to enjoy it by not going outside when it's really hot and also wearing a lot of sunscreen and just drinking a lot of water. Truly, truly that. Just a heads up for anybody who is not used to living in hot hot weather, because I was not until I moved to Texas, really. Even even Georgia in Atlanta is hot, but like it, it's not unbearable. I'm going to be very honest with you. Atlanta heat, tolerable. Dallas heat atrocious I hate it so much there's also like absolutely no chance it'll ever snow here except for that one time it did in February ignore that versus like Atlanta I can hope and then once it does the whole city will shut down for a week what a wild experience anyway as I said super hot here a couple pieces of advice for people who aren't used to it being super hot be sure to drink a lot of water. I always forget to drink water, which is bad. Don't forget to drink water. It's really good for you. And especially when it's hot, it's a good way to lower your body temperature. The more water you have in you, the cooler you can be, surprisingly. Wear light clothing. <laughs> this is one I always forget. And when I say light, I don't mean like, oh, it's a thin material. I mean wear organic material clothing. So cotton, linen, ideally cotton. Please just wear cotton. It's super simple. I understand it doesn't look as good. Is there a lot of like things that are really cute that are polyester, rayon, whatever? Don't wear it. It's hot. And when it's hot, you're going to sweat a lot in plastic things. And also they're sticky. It's gross. Just wear cotton. Enjoy your cotton dress or your cotton shorts, your cotton pants, whatever makes you comfortable. I love wearing cotton pants and t-shirts made of cotton. It's great. It's a great time. Wear your sunscreen and wear a hat. That's just you know, I didn't used to wear sunscreen. I actually didn't wear sunscreen until I really moved here to Texas because I didn't think I needed any because I'm Indian American, so I have dark skin and I'm not going to burn. But I tan like a lot. And like every time you tan, it's your it's your skin getting darker so it can like protect you against the sun's rays, which I get. But the sun's rays here are, are very, very heavy. So rather than just depending on my body to keep it, like in check, I like to wear sunscreen. Ideally, I believe it's SPF 30, but somebody check me on that. I have a different face sunscreen than I do my body just because I think they're different formulas and one is a lot higher SPF. I wear like an SPF 50 on my face and an SPF 30 on like my arms and, and legs and stuff. I also just like the face one is more expensive because I think it also is like partially a moisturizer. So I didn't want to use that on my arms and stuff also. 
Also, carry sunscreen around with you and reapply it every two hours, especially if you're outside and sweating. If you're not outside and sweating, you don't have to reapply it as often. But, you know, carry a version of sunscreen and reapply, especially if you're going to be outside. Take care of yourself, please, and wear a hat. If you don't want to wear a hat, find a different way to keep yourself out of the sun. I don't know. Use an umbrella. Do something. I know my head doesn't fit in hats most of the time, especially because my hair is so big. I get it, especially when you don't want your hair to look bad. You don't want to wear a hat, but hey, keeps you cool. So wear a hat, please. No excuses. Yeah, it's hot. It's hot, everyone. I And because of that, like, it's harder to do things, right? Like, it's harder to motivate yourself when it's super, super hot. That's how I feel. When it's cold, I can do things. It's fine. I'm the opposite of some people in that regard. Some people are like, oh, it's super cold. I don't want to do anything. Oh, it's, it's cold. My body is telling me to go to bed. Which, like, yes, my body tells me to go to bed when it's really, really cold. But most of the time when it's, like, cold, my body's like, we can do this. It's fine. But when it's hot, anywhere above, like, 94, I'm not going to lie. 94 degrees Fahrenheit is, like, my max. Let me check what that is in Celsius. 94 Fahrenheit is 34.444 Celsius. So anything above, like, I guess 34, 35. Five degrees Celsius. Yeah, we'll say 35 to make it easier. Anything above 95 degrees Fahrenheit. I'm just like, I can't anymore. I'm done. Please put me to bed. I will wake up tomorrow and try again, which makes living in Texas very frustrating because I basically cannot leave my house if I ever want to do anything. And um, I actually live in an apartment where two of my walls are external walls. So I also can't walk near those walls if it is the hottest part of the day because it will feel like the outside world right next to them. They get very hot. So then I just don't want to do anything. I don't know if anyone does this. This is actually my favorite thing I have started doing, um, except it's really hot, so I have to come back earlier. I have started going on dates with myself just to see the city. You know, I've lived here a couple years, and I feel like I don't like the heat, but I also don't really have a lot of spots I like yet. And since I am fully vaccinated, as everyone should try to get vaccinated when they're able to, links in the bio to figure out where the closest vaccination site is within America. And if you need any help outside of that, please message me at 52bitpodcast at gmail.com or 52 underscore bit podcast on Twitter. So now that I'm fully vaccinated, I'll like go out and do things. Um, It's not like a lot indoors. I'm not a fan of being indoors, especially because there is no mask mandate required in Texas. And people get really close to me. I don't know why, but they feel like they can get in my bubble and I'm not a fan. So every week I try to go somewhere and like buy a food and hang out outside. I've tried picking up geocaching and I am really really bad at it I have gone to like four different parks and tried to find the geocaches in the areas and I'm I'm just not not great at it I love geoguessr on online if anyone plays that game that one's great but geocaching not good at that it is very fun though if you ever get a chance and you have a park near you, you can download the geocache app and there are like free geocaches to look for. Those are the only ones I've looked for and they're super hard to look for. But it is really fun um, to like spend time in like a local park and like try to find something. And even though you don't, you might find a place that you like. Two weeks ago, one week ago, I don't know, time is weird. I stumbled upon a park about 30 minutes from me that's like within this neighborhood. It's got like maybe five parking spots and it's it's not big, but it's not like super small. You know, like it was surprising for it to be like in the city where we don't have as many parks 
and it had like a small waterfall in it. It was really nice. It was very pretty. I like finding things like that. I love finding locations you can just kind of hang out and chill. I also bought colaches that day, which are delicious, which was a plus. I would suggest. Please take yourself out, guys. You can either go out with people. That's fine also. People are cool. But I, I really like traveling by myself or doing things by myself. I don't know when that started, but um, I've always really liked doing it. I love going to the movie theater on my own and like hanging out on my own, finding a new park, going out to eat on my own. I think part of it is because when you go out on your own, you just have to care what you want to do, right? You don't have to care what anyone else wants to do or like what anyone else like what time anyone has to get back or like anything else you can just do whatever you want and I'm very not conscious of like how long things take or like if it mattered if I did that or not I try not to like stress myself out on like oh I'm wasting time versus when I'm with people I think I'm very conscious of their time so that always kind of stresses me out so I like doing things on my own and I highly suggest people do that also I've basically taken Sundays and just kind of left the house in the morning, like somewhere between 10 and noon, 10 a.m. and noon, and just kind of like driven and gone to like a new place to like see it. That's been really fun. What else about life right now? Work is wild. I'm sure everyone is, uh, everyone's working hard, not hardly working because that's not how this works. But I'm learning a lot, which is really cool. I have never explained my job on here. I'm a digital design engineer, for those of you who don't know essentially what I do is I read documentation and I talk to systems designers who are ones designing like what a system does and I talk to them about what we need and they tell me what needs to be done and I write functional code that will then be generated into a chip to do that job. That's a very simplified version of what I do. There's a lot of like specific things in it, but it's really cool when I first started after graduating from my master's I was put in verification Uh, my first boss told me you know we're going to put you in verification I know you you know applied as a digital designer but verification will help you understand the chip that we work on because it's really it's pretty big so uh, and since you've never designed I want you to kind of understand the feel of like going through code and everything and figuring out how things work and stuff and then you can move on from there. And that's what I did. I verified for about a year and then I moved on to designing and it's really, really fun. Um, there's a lot to learn. I think there's a lot of processes that you can't pick up when you're in college. There are things you can only pick up on the job because it's just how working works. There are just always things you need to learn. And it's really fun to learn them fast. One of the things that has happened this year is that a lot of changes have happened in my department that have made it so I have been in charge of quite a few designs. A lot more than I may have been prior because I'm so new to designing. But it's been really interesting to be in this position. Um, my new boss is an amazing mentor. He's he's really been helping me learn a lot. And I... I've learned more than I ever thought I could about my job. My job is not the only thing I like, obviously, in the world. Um, I love other things, but I really enjoy that I'm able to do something interesting that I think really makes a difference in people's individual lives. I work in chips that are put in personal electronics, so that's really cool to me. That's actually, fun fact, when I was (laughs) applying to go to my second school, my boarding school, the Missouri Academy, 
I wrote about how I wanted to make things to help people in their everyday lives and like work on like computers and stuff, but like not like computers as in like, oh, I want to code computers, right? Like I want to be like in Facebook or something. I wasn't like that, but I wanted to make tools that people would use in their everyday lives and computers are something people use a lot now. Not not everyone uses it in their everyday lives, but a lot of us work solely off our computers. And I know when I was growing up, I had a computer in front of me basically from like the first day. Being able to make something that might be in every household in the country to like help people do what they want is really, really nice. Yeah, work also takes up a lot of time. So it's kind of the thing that's on my mind. Oh, I have a crochet update, actually. So if you guys remember my first punishment episode, I learned to crochet. And it was that hat, that hat that was very, very bad. Um, after it, I actually made a slouchy hat that was too large. So it's funny. There's a too big, a too small. And I don't know if we've gotten on to just right. I actually have two projects going on right now. I'm making another hat and I'm making a blanket. So, oh, I also made a small scarf. I guess that's the just right. It was the right size. It's very easy though. This blanket that I'm making is a single crochet blanket all the way down. So if you remember, I think my first hat was a half double crochet all the way across. Not really sure. But this is a single crochet, which is really easy, but it's just very, very big. I've already started my second spool of yarn on it. The cool thing about it, though, is that it's multiple colors. So I started with red. I'm going to go to yellow. And then we have green and then blue. And I'm very excited to see how it turns out. It looks really nice right now. I'm very excited. I have also taken to watching American reality television while doing this because I don't have to pay attention to that. So I just crochet while it's happening and I've gotten quite far. Second spool, as I said. So that's really cool. What other updates can I give you guys? Just like chilling. You know, it's just an update week. Please message me with your updates. If we haven't talked in a while, hey, how you doing? Let me know how your life is going. This is a fun time. Oh, this is fun. This is something that I never thought would happen. So through work, actually, I got a mentee. I've always, I've always been a mentee, but now I'm like mentoring someone. And it's, it's pretty chill. The person I'm working with is very nice. I like her a lot. I hope she really enjoys her job and like, and like is having fun. And I hope I'm helping her in some way. But one of the things we're doing is she suggested we do an icebreaker one week so that we can get to know each other. So I went out and I bought popsicle sticks. If, that, if you can hear that sound, they're right here. Ooh, um, and I wrote icebreaker questions on them. So I'm very excited to do those, to ask her these questions. Um, obviously, one of them is if you could be in a kind of cookie, what kind of cookie would you be and why? But um, I already asked her that one. It was very nice. It was a fun one. But I, I could read some of these off. I made 18. One of them is currently hidden under my computer. I don't think I'm ever getting it back. I keep my computer on a stand and it's like stuck between the stand. So I'd probably hurt my fingers if I tried to get it. But I'll read a couple of them. Well, that's the cookie question. That's unhelpful. This one says, what are you currently reading, watching, or listening to? So watching, my roommate and I just watched the reality TV show Selling Sunset. That was a lot. I would not suggest watching it unless you want to watch. Just the most petty drama I've ever seen in my entire life. 
Reality TV shows, I think, are really easy to watch. They're very easy to get absorbed in. In my old house, actually, Zot House, we watched reality TV together. Um, I would walk in on Lena watching like the Great British Bake Off. That was always really calming. Um, we once watched Skin Wars together, which was just not what I expected from our house at all. But it was very, very fun. So I think the last thing I watched was a reality TV show. I'm not currently listening to anything. And I don't read. I'm really bad at reading. I never remember to read. Uh, if somebody has book suggestions, I would say, please suggest your favorite book to me, but I will not read it. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> the next one in here is pancakes or waffles. The answer is waffles. Anyone who says pancakes is wrong. Always waffles. There is no competition. 100% waffles. The next one is what's your favorite holiday? My favorite holiday is holy. Holy is the celebration of colors in spring. It's a Hindu festival. The actual part that I really like is the actual part where we all get together and basically like throw colors. Um, some people throw flower petals, which I think is really pretty. But it's just a really nice festival to get together and enjoy and laugh and celebrate spring. And I love spring. I used to really like fall. And I still do. Spring and fall are definitely my favorites. Not as much of a fan of summer and winter. Not a fan of the extremes. Um, but I really like spring. I love watching the flowers bloom and, you know, fruit picking season start. You start to get fresh food back, which is very exciting. Uh, and, and everything smells really nice. You can have small snowfalls. Amazing. Love spring. This one says, what's your cell phone lock or wallpaper? Lock screen or wallpaper? So I'll actually tell you guys both of them. My wallpaper is a drawing by Katie Zong. Hey, Katie, love you. Um, it's from one of our D&D campaigns where Katie played a tall skeleton boy who had a robo cat because I accidentally always give all of my parties pets. And basically there was this uh, hidden entranceway that was, or I'm sorry, like sit on a bench and it would like flip over and you would go in. And so Hector, Katie's character, sat on this bench and it flipped and Robo Kitty uh, obviously like landed on its feet. But Hector like flipped and like did a couple flips and like landed and Robo Kitty like gave Hector a 10 on that. Like, you know, as if they were like competing in the Olympics. It was very cute. So Katie drew that. For my lock screen, it's Moana. It's like a stylized wallpaper from Google. I love Moana. She is my favorite Disney princess. I think that movie is lovely. I think the new Disney princesses have really hit the nail on the head of different things to teach us, which are really nice. I think Moana is an amazing story of chasing your dreams and being honest with yourself and just like really listening to your intuition and knowing that you know what you want. I actually have been looking for a copy of Moana. I want to buy a second hand. I found a copy of Brave, which I'm very happy for, but I did not find another uh, a copy of Moana yet. So I'm still looking, going to, going to every second hand store I can. So we'll see when it shows up. The next one is, what's your most used app? TikTok. I wanted to say Twitter, but it's definitely TikTok now. I am always on TikTok. It's really nice. Okay. They they got me down really quickly. The TikTok algorithm's good. The next one is who is your celebrity crush? It's Eric Nam. Everybody knows. I guess Eric Nam doesn't know. If Eric Nam ever finds this, hi Eric. I hope you're doing well. Great music. Have a great day. Everybody else, shut up. 
That's all. The next one is what's your favorite childhood show? I don't know if I have one. I watched, I watched a lot of Blue's Clues. I watched an obsessive amount of Tom and Jerry because it was always on every Saturday, like 11 to 12. So I saw a lot of that. Just like I saw a lot of Winx Club because it started the Saturday morning cartoons. And then Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. I never got into Beyblade because it was an afternoon show. Ugh. I really liked Courage the Cowardly Dog, which doesn't make any sense because that show scared me as a child, but I really enjoyed it. I loved Invader Zim. I also really liked the Nickelodeon shows. It just, it, I always got them confused because like four or five of them came on in like the Doug era, if you guys remember. Like, and like, I would always like mix them up, like Doug, Hey Arnold, all of that. I really liked those. I don't know if I have a favorite childhood show, though. I'm sure if I went home and, like, looked at the TV and videos that I have. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. I take that back. I think my favorite TV show as a child was The House of Mouse because I really liked the idea that there was this place that all of the villains and the heroes and, like, all of the cool people, like, just kind of agreed to be nice to each other with, like, also a backstory behind, like, The House of Mouse and people trying to take it over and stuff. But, like, you would just see, like, little clips of them together and then we would watch a short, like a Disney short. That was always really fun. I really liked The House of Mouse. The next one is, what movie can you rewatch over and over and over again? Queen. Queen is a lovely movie. I think everyone should watch it. The Bollywood movie, A+. I can watch that over and over and over again. I want to say Space Jam also, but I haven't seen Space Jam in years. I still have to see Space Jam 2. Nobody get on to me. I'm working on it, okay? Jeez. I'll get there eventually. My next one is, what's your newest interest? I would presume crocheting. I don't think I've picked anything up more recently than that. Because podcasting was before that. I don't know what came after. Because I started crocheting in like late February. March, April, May. I guess geocaching. I'm not good at it, but geocaching, I started that about a month ago. I still haven't found anything. I will let you guys know when I find something. That'll be exciting. The next one is, what's your most used emoji? It's a thumbs up for the most part. Some UIs do not have the thumbs up as the open parentheses, Y, close parentheses. And that screws me up because I always do that and expect the thumbs up to come up. That's probably my most used emoji. After that, it is the shocked face. And after that, it's the laughing, crying emoji because I am a millennial. The next one is name one thing on your bucket list. I want to eat gold-plated carrot cake. When I'm at home, my dad and I watch a lot of travel TV. And I don't remember when it came up, but at some point we watched a travel TV with like the most expensive foods ever. And one of them was gold-plated carrot cake. And I was like, I want to eat gold-plated carrot cake. That sounds amazing. So that is on my bucket list. I want to be able to afford gold-plated carrot cake, fly there, fly my dad there, us eat it, and then leave. And I feel like we'll share a piece of it because I really like sweets, but I don't eat like eating a lot of sweets at once. My dad doesn't like eating many sweets. So we'd like share a piece and be like, this was okay, and then leave. But I think it would be cool to try it. My next question is, what's your favorite pizza topping? Singular pizza topping is definitely pineapple but I really have a lot of favorite pizza combinations. A lot of this is because we used to go to Fellini's in college, and so I was able to try like two toppings together and keep trying it. So my favorite combination is probably feta and broccoli. That one's really good. 
I really like goat cheese on pizza. Goat cheese melts really nicely. There's like a Kroger beet sauce with like feta on top, like vegetarian pizza. That one's really good. And I, I think my favorite topping is definitely one of a singular veggie if it's not pineapple, but I just don't know like which singular one. Spinach is really good. My dad, when I was younger, used to buy the Sam's Club like cheese pizza and we would come home and my mom and my dad liked jalapeno on pizza. So we would put jalapenos on half the pizza. We'd put broccoli on a quarter of it and we'd leave a quarter of it cheese. And so I would eat the broccoli quarter and then my mom and dad would each eat jalapeno and my mom would eat the cheese also. So that was always that was always a thing growing up. Next question. If I could go anywhere, where would I go? I think I meant this as in like right now. And if I could go anywhere right now, it would be home. I actually will be going home again soon. But I just like bothering my dad. So that's what I would do. Second place, I would go to Atlanta to bother the majority of you that live there. Yep. But I guess uh, if I could go anywhere and like, the real question was, if you could go anywhere, money is not an option, you know, language barriers are not an option, etc. Where would you go? And I think right now, in this current moment, my first stop would be India. I haven't seen my extended family in a while. We had a scare earlier this year where a whole household contracted COVID. And so that really scared me. And I would just, I would like to see everybody again. That side of the family is very close, so it'd be nice to visit. Um, yeah. Also, Tokyo, Japan. Okay, next question. What's the best piece of advice you've been given? The, the issue I'm having is that I wrote this question as if it's like the advice had to be given directly to you because the best piece of advice I've ever heard is wear good shoes and they'll take you good places. I really like that one. I don't think your shoes have to be like Louis Vuitton, like red heel, whatever, high heel, platform shoes but I think they need to be good sturdy shoes to take care of you because your foundation is very important ironically for your back health and also so that you can walk into good situations but I think the best piece of advice I've been given is to do it if you don't know me and at this point I feel like even if you didn't know me before you probably do by now if you didn't know me I'm a very spiteful person um, when I'm told I can't do something or something is unfeasible and I really want to do it, I will spitefully do it to prove somebody wrong. For example, part of the reason I'm an engineer was a little bit out of spite for somebody who said I shouldn't become an engineer. So I was like, I initially had some interest and then I was like, now I'm going to do it. Now that you clearly said I shouldn't do it, I'm going to do it. Um, but when somebody is not doing that, I distinctly remember as I've gotten older I've gotten more hesitant about things which is wild because one of my favorite personality traits about me is that I just commit to bits and I just do it and I just go but as I've gotten older I've gotten a lot more hesitant about things and I want to make sure the situation I'm going into is safe and I understand what's going on and that I can handle it and blah 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 one of the best pieces of advice I was given was just like one off the cuff when I was like worried about something and they were like just do it What's the worst that could happen? And they literally had me think about like, what was the worst that could happen? What's possibly could go wrong? And I was like, well, this could happen. And they were like, right, it could happen. How would you deal with that? And I was like, oh, well, I'd do this, this, and this. And they were like, great. So you know how you deal with it. It's not that you don't have the ability to pick yourself up from that. You're just scared it could happen. 
And I was like, yeah, I'm terrified. I don't want that to happen. And I was like, no, they told me nobody wants bad things to happen, but you obviously, you can't control that. What you can control is if you do something or not. So you should just do it if you want to do it. And that was really nice to hear. It was almost like a revisitation to one of my favorite parts of me. And I went, yeah, I, sh I should just do it. If I enjoy something, I should just do it. I shouldn't, you know, worry about if I could get hurt or worry about like the consequences that affect me personally, if it's not something that's catastrophically bad, I should just do it. Like a lot of times it was something that was like, oh, I could get hurt maybe in like a very small chance or like, oh, I might, you know, miss this thing that I was planning to do. And it was like, right. But if you really, really want to do this, you can set aside time to do it. So that was like the best piece of advice I've ever had. <laughs> it's just do it you know, what's the worst that could happen? Great. You've probably planned for that. Or when it gets here, you can deal with it. The next question is favorite superhero, DC, Marvel, etc. My favorite superhero is Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. Hands down. It's amazing representation to see a Pakistani American girl to like be a superhero. It's wild. I know in a lot of the comics, it makes me very happy that she exists and is able to be amazing South Asian representation. Yeah. Had you asked me before she existed, I would have said Superman because I grew up watching Superman movies with my dad and that was really nice. Um, and as much as I love this as a bit of like my favorite uh, superhero is the Avatar because technically he has comics through Dark Horse. I'm not going to say that. Last question is, how many languages do you know? So I'm planning to use these with my mentee from work. And somebody asked me this question off the cuff when I was interning. And I took it to mean how many like languages do you know? Like how many languages can you speak? When they meant how many languages do you know? Like coding languages do you know? And I answered the how many languages do you speak? And they were like, oh, I meant coding languages. And I was so flustered. So I'm really interested to see how my intern answers. I think both of them are valid answers. So I'll give both answers for how many languages do I speak? It's just English. I have never fully learned another language. I've learned bits and pieces of other languages, but I just have never been in a situation where I've ever had to absorb the rest of the language. And in, living in America, you only quote, you only quote unquote need English to survive. Basically as a survival mechanism, I know English and that's it. That's the only way I need to communicate. I do have quite a few languages I wish I knew. I think we've talked about that, but that's neither here nor there. For coding languages, obviously the proficiency varies on all of these, but I know C, C++, MATLAB, Python, Perl, Verilog, System Verilog, Visual Basic Advanced. I've learned all these languages at separate points in my life. I learned Python was the first language I learned, and then I just forgot most of it, but it reads like English, so it's pretty easy to pick back up. I obviously know it at the very basics, though. I learned MATLAB four different times. I don't know why people feel the need to reteach engineers MATLAB every time, but uh, I know a lot of MATLAB. I've learned C and C++ because as a computer engineer, you could not learn just one. You had to learn both. Oh, I also know VHDL, and technically I know how to read assembly code, but nobody ever does that. Assembly is a lower level language that makes me want to cry. Uh, VHDL, Verilog, and System Verilog are all hardware description languages. So those are things I can use in my job. I learned Perl. It's a scripting language. It helps me in my job. Um, I don't use it often, but I read a lot of Perl scripts. 
I work in Linux, so we sometimes use Perl scripts to automate some things, especially with like folder sharing and stuff. If you have to like move like 16 folders, you can do that manually or you could write a Perl script to do it easier. But yeah, those are all the coding languages I know. So those are all the questions that I have. I'm hoping to write a couple more um, to discuss and use as icebreakers. And I might use these in other scenarios. I think this is a really cool thing. I wish I was as cool as my mentee. She's so sweet. She's so cool. And she had an amazing idea doing this. So I'm very excited to use these in the future. And yeah, that's all I've got. Thank you all for eventually getting to the point of this episode with me. My name is Nita. Message me if you have any comments, questions, concerns, tape measures that you think look like Tyrannosaurus Rexes. You can find me on Twitter at 52 underscore bit podcast or email me at 52 bit podcast at gmail.com. The 52 in both of those is numeric. Feel free to check those out in the link tree also. Yeah, that's it for this week. Thank you all so much for listening. My name is Nita and I'll talk to you later.